Greetings. My name is Christopher Hobbs. I go by Nil Method about the internet. I've recently started listening to HPR and I decided I'd like to try to contribute. This is my first podcast and while it's brief, I hope to contribute more as I learn more about podcasting. I have a few subjects I'd like to talk about. I decided to dial in because I don't have proper audio gear and there's something quaint about using the phone to record a piece like this for a public service. The call-in number appeared to be out of service, so I'm recording this with a pretty interesting setup, but I suppose that's discussion for another installment. Please send any feedback on my audio or my format, and I'll adjust where I can. I'll provide my contact info at the end of this podcast. I've been interviewed on pair programming recently and gave a talk on it at work, so I figured it'd be a good topic for a quick podcast. I've been pairing for both work and recreation for a couple of years now, and I've been developing for probably the better part of a decade. Um, A former IT drone uh, recently switched careers to development. This topic may not be an exact fit for HPR, but I hope you find it enjoyable. I know some of you are already doing some programming. So what is pair programming? Well, it's an agile software development technique where two developers work together at one workstation. I believe It either came from the Extreme Programming Camp or XP popularized it. You can find more about that in some of the links in the show note. So, how do you pair? The basic process is that one developer drives while the other one observes. So, one person is typing, the other person is watching and guiding. There's many ways to handle this. You can have one developer write tests while the other codes. You could take turns coding using the Pomodoro technique. Or you could code in intervals, but the bottom line is that it provides an inline code review. Um, You want to switch roles regularly. Depending on the pair, that may be any amount of time. I find myself switching up about every 20 minutes to hour, or just whenever one of the pairs happens to be tired. Some of the benefits that it provides, uh, first we mentioned inline code review. One developer is constantly looking at the code. A side effect of this is you have to make yourself both confident and vulnerable as you're answering to another person for every line of code you write. Those of you building open source projects shouldn't have much trouble with this, but sometimes developers on proprietary projects get shy. This is pretty, pretty easy to overcome in a few hours, um, or if you really just know the person you're working with, you'll get past it quickly. Pair programming can help relieve burnout. It generally lets people rest their brain for a little bit while the other person drives. I found that it's easier to wear down after coding for eight hours in a given day by myself, but with a pair, I'm not usually as tired at the end of the day, and I feel better about my work having someone else watch it. While pairing, you should be learning new tricks from your pair and teaching them new tricks as well. And learning should be constant. You should be in constant communication. And this also helps to defeat knowledge silos and raise bus numbers. 
If you pair promiscuously through an organization, both domain and general knowledge get passed around to everyone, and no single person will have a lock or a, or a chokehold on any given project. There are a few things to overcome, however, and pairing isn't always easy. You have to drop your ego a little bit and listen to the other person. You eventually learn when to talk and when to listen, and once in a while you have to agree to disagree. To avoid getting stuck in an argument, try to understand the other person's point. And the best way I've found to handle this situation, or a situation similar to this, is to generally accept whatever the other person wants to write uh, if you can't verbalize a solid argument against it. Then, after you guys have moved on and done other work and you've had some time to research the topic, come back and revisit it and explain your position better. So lastly, I'd like to talk just briefly about remote pairing. You don't have to be in the same room to pair with somebody or even on the same continent. Uh, if you've got an internet connection and a box with SSH available, you can pair remotely almost any time. Uh, granted, you'll need very likely a Unix-based operating system such as Linux, uh, the BSDs, or OS X. Um, all you need to do is fire up a terminal multiplexer like GNU Screen or Tmux and your favorite console editor uh, like Vim or Emacs or Sam or Ed or, or whatever you happen to use in the console and just hit the ground running. Uh, you can handle communication with your favorite VoIP service, be that SIP or Skype or Google Talk or any of the other options for VoIP. There are some graphical options to remotely work on the same file with another person, like, I'm going to butcher this name, but I believe it's Sabetha Edit, and Gobby are both good options. The issue there is they only cover the editor. You're still going to need to share a terminal somehow, uh, be that another SSH session, uh, and you'll need that terminal to be able to compile or interpret your code. Um, there's always a shell session necessary for that. Screen sharing applications should really be reserved for high bandwidth connections, such as in the same building, um, or just a really good internet connection. And even then they can get sketchy. I found text to be the best way to handle remote sessions. So I think that about wraps it up. I know this is pretty brief, but it's all I had for a first topic, and I hope to provide some more information. I'm open to remote pairing almost any night if anyone has an open source project to work on or wants to practice different languages. You can find me on the web at altbit.org, A-L-T-B-I-T dot O-R-G, or you can email me at cmhobbs at A-C-M dot org. That's C-M-H-O-B-B-S at A-C-M dot org. Both of those should lead you to other social services like my GitHub repository, Identica, Twitter, things of that nature. Thank you for your time. I appreciate everybody listening to this and giving me the opportunity to provide you with some information, and I hope this is the first of many. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. 
from shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.